GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I'm joined by Hovercraft Joe, who put on a tank top just for this episode. <laughs> I... I'm not entirely sure why. Um, I don't know if maybe we wouldn't like him when he's angry and he just wants to make sure we know it. You're making a real stretch to bring up the fact that I have a tank top on. Uh, It's a little warm in my apartment. I often wear a tank top when I'm in my apartment. And so I had one on when I answered the call to record this fine episode. And you and our guests can't handle it. Well, well, the thing I found disturbing is when you stood up, we saw that you were Winnie the Poohing it. Yeah, that was the that was the uh, that was the unnerving part is the fact that you were wearing. Uh, sorry, I should re- rephrase that. You're just wearing a tank top. That True. was the issue. Oh boy! And by hulking uh, out, you kept flicking your wiener so it would get you know. Okay. Okay. Now let's just say. It's more, you know, it's not necessarily Ang Lee, uh, you know, Ang Lee sized here, proportionally. Yeah. You know. okay. And okay. You, didn't, you didn't have to paint it green. That was really, oh, yeah. I don't know why okay. he even bothered with that. I mean, it's more, it's more like the, uh, like the banner halt proportions, you know, not okay. huge. We're we're getting a little off topic here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why did you even... stick like the little tennis balls on it? Are you doing CG with it or? True. We're gonna leave this episode and let you guys <laughs> take over. Um, uh, so you already heard our guest, but and we are here to talk about the 2003 Hulk uh, to close out the Marvel before MCU month, and we couldn't talk about Hulk without our resident Hulk and male buttocks expert, uh, Tush. Tush, welcome back to the show. What's up? This movie's got both of those. <laughs> Does it? There's butts in it? I don't remember seeing yeah, that. There's, 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 uh, there's some like some mildly visible Hulk butt in the dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay, yeah. So this movie comes out on June 17th of 2003. Uh, Tush, you're our Hulk expert. Why don't you tell us kind of your familiarity or your background with this movie? Well, I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw it. Like, I was really, I'm, I'm a super Hulk fan. I was really looking forward to it. And we saw each other and the, the, the night like you know, it was like the the you know the night we came out, we saw each other in the theater because I'm I walk up with a beer in one hand and a big tray of nachos in the other and you're like, Didn't you get your wisdom teeth out yesterday? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was um it was Imagine Novi and it was yep. like it was kind of that weird thing before they completely like, it wasn't a midnight showing, but it was one of those things where it was, like, I think, like, a loophole where they're, like, oh, if we start at, like, 10 o'clock, it'll get over after midnight. Before yeah. now, when they're just, like, oh, you can just go see a movie at 6 o'clock on preview night. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so it was, like, a 10 o'clock showing of this, like, seemingly, I don't know, was it an eight-hour movie? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. Um, I, I mean, have you – obviously, you rewatch it for the podcast, but have you, have you seen it a lot? Or, I mean, is it something you've gone back to at all over the years? Or Well, I certainly saw it a lot when it was – I think I probably saw it two or three times in the theaters. And I, I bought the DVD. It certainly hasn't been trotted out in uh, <laughs> a long time. You know, um, this this just – and I, I think it's kind of one of the things with the Marvel before the MCU is just that – almost everything before it has been kind of made obsolete. I just don't really even think about the other stuff anymore, you know, and we'll get to the ratings and how I feel about how it stands up and everything. But yeah, it's just like, it's not something like, you know, I remembered it pretty well. But there's certain things I forgot. Like, it's like, why are there so many fucking shots of frogs in this movie? <laughs> and like, it's just, you know, so like, yeah, there are certain things like I forgot, but uh, yeah, so it's been, it's been a long time, you know, but. Um, yeah, and like you said, I saw it in that same showing as you. I remember being excited to see it. Obviously, like just based on when this came out, this is kind of like the the renaissance of like uh, you know like the the Marvel movies. You know, I think 
we covered Daredevil that came out this year. X2 came out in this year. So it was like, you know, um, and to your point, uh, you know, I saw it. I've seen it. I've seen it a number of times. I own the DVD like you. I, I It's not something that I sit down and watch or have sat down and watched in a while. Um, I, I think we were a lot more forgiving of what yeah. comic book movies we had before there started being like MCU movies because yeah. watching this through the lens of like now that the MCU exists, which I don't think I've gone back and watched the whole thing since then, it definitely has a completely different kind of, uh, but anyways, I'll get into that more later. What about you LPJ? Um, I, I know my brother and I saw it together. I think we were at the same showing with you. Could be. I would, I would assume I was, um, but yeah, Chaps is a big Hulk fan. I'm not as much a big Hulk fan, but I remember seeing this movie and I remember not liking this movie when it came out and I had no intention of ever watching it again until <laughs> I was coerced into watching it for this episode. Um, I did not want to watch this movie again, but I did because there it is. We, we needed to do something. How did you watch it? I watched it on Peacock. I also watched it on Peacock. Uh, yeah, I watched it on Peacock. I bought it on uh, Prime with a, you know, I have a DVD <laughs> make it just so much easier just to watch it on my computer. No, I agree okay. too. I I find myself very lazy sometimes with some of these movies where I have them on DVD and I'm like, oh well, <laughs> what did we reveal uh, recently? LPJ, <laughs> when I tried to watch my uh, DVD copy of the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, I found out that I apparently had accidentally unplugged my Blu-ray player, and I am haven't figured out how to get it back in yet. So, um, yeah, so it's a good thing I didn't have to uh, didn't have to watch it. So, um, all right, let's let's get into some of the numbers for Hulk. Uh, it, it has a budget of $137 million, uh, a domestic gross of 132 and a worldwide of 245 So not really a huge success. Uh, I mean, it makes money, but I mean, if, if you figure, I mean, I, I remember this being a heavily advertised and promoted movie. So you would think that with all the, the P&A, it probably maybe broke even a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And it didn't, like it didn't. It didn't cost as much back then to advertise a movie, but it still cost a lot. So, you know, they probably started to add, and also back then, DVD sales counted for a lot more than they do today. So, yeah, when all was said and done, it made money, but they obviously, from what happened, they didn't have to rush to make a sequel or anything. You know, they're right. like, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait a few years, and then we'll just do a do a recasting, soft reboot, as the exactly. kids say. Um, so surprisingly, this movie has a Rotten Tomatoes of 62%, although maybe not surprisingly. Um, I, 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 well, first of all, I just got to say that this is a lot higher than uh, the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 got. Um, a, a lot higher because uh, it's not – anyway, I'm not going to talk about how I feel about the movie yet. But, I mean, I guess – I guess you could say that, you know, it's made by a, a, a credible, important filmmaker uh, who, you know, it, it has a lot of big concepts. I would say that a shot and film, there's interesting. I don't know. So maybe I could see why critics like is what I'm trying to say. I can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it has an audience score of 29%. So not great. Top grossing movies of 2003. We just did a movie from 2003 last week, but here we go. Uh, number one is Lord of the Rings uh, Return of the King. Number two is Finding Nemo. And number three is Pirates of the Caribbean The Curse of the Black Pearl. This movie, Hulk, comes in 14th in the domestic box office. Uh, other movies we have covered on this very podcast from 2003 are number four, The Matrix Reloaded. Number six, X2. Number 11, Bad Boys 2, number 15, Too Fast, Too Furious, number 27, Daredevil, number 35, Freddy vs. Jason, number 63, The Rundown, and number 82, Cradle to the Grave. So, And then next week, we're doing another movie that's from 2003. I, I was going to say, spoiler alert, next week's another 2003 movie. Um, that's why I had to keep my notes next to me, so I don't have to rewrite that list. Uh, okay. Uh, let's talk about the cast of this movie. Uh, Eric Bana, 
I, I guess, and maybe, I don't know, maybe Dave or, or, or you, LPJ, can shed some light on this. He what, like Was he well-known before this movie? No. or he, Well, he has breakout. Okay, so his kind of like critical breakout was a movie called Chopper. It's about like an Australian criminal, right? But then he had his like American breakout with Black Hawk Down. So he, oh, not Snyder's Black Hawk favorite. Down. Yeah. yeah, great movie. Fam- famously one of your least favorite movies of all time oh, on the I podcast. don't like that movie? That's I crazy. I hate Black Hawk Down so much. Wow, you hate the troops. <clears throat> I hate <laughs> Black Lord. Hawk Down. I love give Black me, Hawk Down. Give me Navy SEALs every day of the week over Black Hawk Down. I mean, that's that's wild. Like, I can see, like, it's like, okay, it's like, well, you know, it's like you're not that into it, but to hate that movie, just... It, it, it's, it's Do not crazy. Like it. I was is not it, kind to it. Huh? You hate Josh Hartnett or something? It's not just Josh Hartnett. It's it's the whole movie collectively. Not a fan. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't see how someone could so strongly dislike it. I mean, I guess. Guess that's a tale for another day, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's a tale for the second episode of our show. You can listen to it. Well, yeah, that that certainly doesn't fit into the style of movies that you generally do for your show. So. That's true, but anyways, it was let's Sphinx pick. Let's let's uh, we'll let's, move on. So yeah, so yeah, he was he was an up and coming star at this point, you know. And then we then uh, Jennifer Connelly, who by the way is hot. She's just like she's, she's still hot now, hot now yeah. and she's like yeah. fifty two. Like I don't. She's yeah. So Jennifer Connelly, uh, Sam Elliott, uh, Josh Lucas, and then like Nick Nolte. Chewing the scenery like he hadn't eaten in like two weeks. I don't know what's going on with Nick Nolte in this movie. We'll get into it more, but yeah. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Daniel Day Kim has a small role yeah, in it. The character who just has his, his actual name as his name tag. It says Kim on the name tag. But <laughs> so I, I wanted to point out that like that Josh Lucas was in everything at this time at this point in history. Yes, like he was like just in every movie, and he was always great. But then stealth killed his career. And now, like he shows up in smaller parts, and is the voice of was it Lowe's or Home Depot? Home Depot. Yeah. Anyone else? Either of you want to mention? No, I mean, oh, there's you know the prerequisite cameos from Stanley and Lou Ferrigno. Um, yep. But that's that's really about it. There's no one. There's no one else in this movie. Hulk dogs. Hulk dogs. <laughs> there you go. Uh, why is one of them a poodle though? Well, big poodles are known for being kind of mean, you know. They're snooty, that's why. And they're ugly. And I think I think maybe he had to make it breeds that like you couldn't make it like a uh, a, a golden retriever because people would not be happy when Hulk killed that. But like a poodle, it's like yeah, fuck a poodle. <laughs> I mean, you would have been happy if it was any dog since you're allergic to him. So that's true. Um, okay, let's do net worth. Um, let's start with Josh Lucas, and I couldn't think of anything, but thank you, Dave, for reminding me that he has that sweet, sweet stealth money. Uh, would you start with Jamie Foxx? Remember how everyone's like, Jamie Foxx is dead, and then they're like, no, he's fine. He's like recovering and playing pick- pickleball. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> what? He had like a stroke, and like. But they won't was- call it a stroke. Well, he had something, and he was in the hospital for a while, and then there were all these reports that were like, he's like going to be passing away, and ever he needs thoughts and prayers. And then his daughter came out and was like, yeah, he's like out of the hospital and recovering. Like, he's fine. So I'm playing pickleball. Yeah, he was playing pickleball. So anyways, anyways, Dave, what do you think for Josh Lucas and that sweet, sweet stealth money? He's got that sweet, sweet Wonderland money, which is a genuinely great movie. Um I, you know, like I said, he, he does those Home Depot commercials, and he's been doing those for like fifteen years. I bet he has twenty million. Okay, what do you think, LPJ? I think he's got that sweet, sweet, sweet home Alabama money. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know what? Last episode of the podcast. That's it, guys. I win. <laughs> we're, we're, we're done. We're done. Over. <laughs> I win. That's it. Uh, he. Let's see. I'm gonna go fifteen million. Eight million dollars for Josh oh, Lucas. Eight million dollars. Yeah, Next, you guys move over to Lowe's. Next up, Sam Elliott. He's got that sweet, sweet 1883 money. What do you think, LPJ, for Sam Elliott? He's got that sweet, sweet Roadhouse money. Come on, how can Ooh. you not mention Roadhouse? Roadhouse? Um I'll go twelve million. Okay. What do you think, uh Tush? 
got that sweet, sweet tombstone money. I'm gonna say twenty million. Uh twenty million dollars right on the button. Way to go. Uh way to go, Tush. Uh next up, Nick Nolte. He's got that sweet, sweet forty-eight hours money. Uh Tush, what do you think for Nick Nolte? Well, I would say he's got that sweet, sweet, but I feel like he's probably spent like I feel like he lives in a park money, but uh yeah, lives in the park probably. He's got that sweet, sweet another forty-eight hours money. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say he's also worth twenty million. Okay, what do you think, LPJ? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. I only know like three movies he's in, and you've mentioned three of them. Um, Tropic Thunder. Yes, I forgot he's in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that sweet, sweet Tropic Thunder money. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'll go twenty million. Seventy-five million dollars oh, for Nick Nolte. No, it is so. that sweet, sweet three fugitives money. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, he's old as old as dirt. I honestly, I gotta be honest with you. He, I had to look up and see if he was dead. He's not dead. <laughs> um, he's actually older than Sam Elliott, I believe, from from what I saw. So Sam uh, Elliott's yeah. a lot younger than people realize. He just looks well, not like anymore. Well, not anymore. <laughs> he's like, but, yeah. he's like he, I think he's seventy-eight. Actually, he's um, always had gray hair, though. That's true. Uh, He's been he was born old with a mustache. <laughs> uh, next up, Jennifer Conley. She's got that sweet, sweet requiem for a dream money. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you think, uh, LPJ? I don't remember who's going first. What do you think for uh, Jennifer Conley? She got that sweet, sweet rocketeer money. Come on. Oh man, one of my favorites of all time. I, know, man. I, I, I feel like I know what Dave's going to say for his sweet, sweet money. I'm not going to say anything. Oh. Uh, I'll go thirty million. Okay, what do you think, uh, Tush? She's got that sweet, sweet labyrinth money. Uh, that's what I knew you were gonna say. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna just have me bring up why I dislike the Rocketeer. That's what you thought I was gonna say. But anyway, um, and she, I you know, if you're counting joint assets with her husband Paul Bettany, I bet she has seventy-five million. Uh, fifty million dollars for Jennifer okay. Conley. So. And then finally, Eric Bana. He's got that sweet, sweet, uh, funny people money. Damn it. The Judd Apatow movie starring Adam Sandler. Uh, yeah. What do you think, uh, Tush, for uh, Eric Bana? Well, he's got that sweet, sweet, the movie I keep tr- trying to tell you is good, uh, Deliver Us From Evil money. Um, he was big for a while, and he still like you know, works pretty steadily. I'm going to say he's worth... 40 million. Uh, what do you think, uh, LPJ? He's got that sweet, sweet Troy money. Ooh, that was a good movie. Never right. seen it. I've never seen it. I thought you didn't you go to the, I thought you went to the theater with us with me to see it. No, I've never seen it. Oh, huh. well, then never mind. Well, fuck you too. Uh, I'm going to go eh, 35 million. $45 million for Mr. <laughs> Eric. Banna. Okay, this movie. It, this movie is directed by Ang Lee, um, which is really weird, right? Like, yes. yeah. I mean, oh. is he an Oscar winner? Or just like a multi-time Oscar nominee? Uh, no, did he win for uh, Crouching Tiger? He might have. Or I mean, I mean, and then like, I mean, think about like he did like after this, he's like, okay, now broke back mountain. Like he is, he's a prestige filmmaker, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird, and <clears throat> excuse me, and you can tell like the aesthetic and what he tries to do with this movie. I mean, he's obviously trying to take it in a, I, I don't know, like the, the, I can't figure out what he was trying to do because like he 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 tried as hard as he could to I feel like downplay the Hulk portion of it and play up the the banner portion of it while at the same time making every single shot and transition look like a <laughs> stupid comic book page. I hated I it so much. I couldn't um, stand the way he shot this movie. The transitions and the panels and yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's super I, distracting and unnecessary. I can't, it's so God, it's so awful. Dave, how do you, uh, or Tush, how would you say, because you are the foremost Hulk expert here, as far as like kind of like 
the, the psychological way it tries to deal into his past and, and kind of how they try and like, is that any of that based in like comic book fact, like the, the stuff okay, that yeah. or any of that? Yes, it is. So a lot of it. So for the first like 20 years of the Hulk, they didn't like mention his like past at all. Then they have casually mentioned, Oh yeah, he was abused as a kid. Then really Peter David who like, I mean, cause you know, who was really the writer, like, right up until, like, just before this movie, like, got, you know, was made. Like, he really delved into it. So, yes, his dad was great, was you know, a scientist before him and did work in there, like, on, on the base. And, like, in of the comics, it's more implied that the tragedy comes from the fact that he wasn't actually, like, that his dad thought he must have been affected by the radiation and that Bruce wasn't affected by it. And then that's, like, the tragedy of it. Is his dad went crazy and tried to kill him, but ended up killing his mom. And then, so, and this is like, oh, no, he was correct. It did affect him, you know? And, I mean, it's kind, it's kind of, like, you know, it's not necessarily 100% certain in the comics or like that. But, yeah, this does delve into it. In the comics, his name is Brian Banner, not David Banner. <clears throat> Calling him David Banner is a callback to the show, to the old uh, Bill Bixby uh, Hulk TV show, um, where... He, you know, he, they, they said they, they couldn't call him Bruce because Bruce sounded too gay. Yeah, that's you know? true. Um, and, uh, oh. But yeah, it's just also just like, it's one of my notes, like even, I guess we'll, we'll get to it, but like the whole him having not his name be Banner, it's kind of almost a pointless part. It's, it's <laughs> not pointless. Like it's like, it's, it takes like a, one sentence to say like, oh, your name's not really Krenzler. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, and, and realistically, it didn't mean anything. Like he could have been Banner yeah. because nobody knew who his dad was anyway. Exactly. Sam yeah. Elliott did. He really hated him. Yeah, but uh, Sam Elliott also well, knew that Krenzler was Banner. That's true. Yeah. Also, like, uh, never mind. You know what? I'll, I'll get to the question I have yeah. when we get into the plot. Okay. So this movie is based on the characters created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, the story is by James Shamus. Shamus. Seamus, and it's screenplays, screenplays by John Turman, Michael France, and James Seamus. Uh, okay, you want to... Oh, the music is by Danny Elfman. Yeah. And it's, it sounds exactly like the Spider-Man music. It really yeah. kind of does, but like a lesser version of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it is like he had some old like demos from the Spider-Man theme. It was like, I don't know, I guess he says. Uh, okay, let's talk about some taglines. You guys ready? Yep. No. First one. Unleash... The Fury. Okay. Great. Next one. What if everything you were forced to keep inside was suddenly set free? Right. Like your wiener? <laughs> next one. He's not wearing the, pants, so he's okay with that. The next one. The inner beast will be released. That sounds like wiener still. That sounds like uh what was what's the what's the phrase at uh um role models? Is it unleash the, the beast? Face the beast. All right, next one. Rage, power, freedom. <laughs> this is another one you're going to say sounds like penis stuff. On June 20th, let it all out. Yeah, <laughs> penis stuff. Yep, still waiters. And then unleash the hero within. It's still um, dong. Yeah. How is, how is there not one about like you wouldn't like him when he's angry or like don't yeah. get him angry or how is there? How is that not one of the taglines for this? Like, even if you think that you're just trying to, like, play off, like, casual knowledge of the Hulk, you're going to think of the, the TV show. And wasn't that, like, in the opening of the TV show? I yeah, so. it was. But, I mean, the thing is, though, at this point, we are over 20 years removed from the TV show, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, you know. But the last movie had come out in 1990. Yeah, so still oh, 13 years. It's, it's, I don't know if you can bank on everyone having seen The Death fair. of the Incredible Hulk. Is it insane to think that this movie came out and we were 20 years removed from the TV show and we're talking about it and we're 20 years removed from this movie coming yeah, out? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we're old! Uh, okay. <laughs> Anything else uh, specifically you guys want to talk about before we get into the plot of this uh, it was in development for a super long time since like 1990 and yeah. it went through s something crazy, like 18 different scripts um, with a million different people attached to direct like Jonathan Henslaw for the longest time was going to be writing and directing this, who was married to Gary Ann Hurd at the time. 
or actually I think it might still be because uh, she she was the producer on this. Um, but yeah, it just like it sat around for forever until they finally well, had something that they could put out. Well, and they were essentially also waiting for the special effects to get good enough. That was too. part of it too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They maybe they should have waited a little longer. And this is the uh, ILM, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the thing about the the stats they said about the Hulk? That I did. ILM I mean, yeah, that, that's those all sound about kosher to me. You know, I do have one question for you, and and I was gonna, okay. and it's in my notes, but I'll just ask you now before we get into it. I feel like, and you're probably going to fight me on this because I know, and I, and I will submit to your knowledge, but like they make it seem like the Hulk can run a lot faster than I. I know he can jump far, but they made it yeah. seem like he could run like the Flash, to be honest with you. When well, they okay, so theoretically, with as much power as he has, he would be able to run pretty fast, too. Well, it's just that, like, he also weighs yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, I think. I don't know. They, they definitely there are some Christopher Reeve Superman type elements of this movie where they just can make him do whatever he wants depending on the scene. Yeah. You know? and, so he can make was, he can make his he can make his shoulder grow if he wants to like break yeah, a dog's that neck. That was the other stupid thing. Like I have never seen in the comics the Hulk physically get larger. Yes, he gets more angry and he gets more powerful when he's more uh, angry. He doesn't get bigger, oh does he? Yeah, uh, it happened true. once in Onslaught, like once. because he had Jean okay. Grey. Had, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like you had Jean Grey remove his thing. Also, like there have been times where it's like it's it's not, but it's more of like a gradual thing. Like, okay, yeah, the Green Hulk's bigger than the Grey Hulk, or the absolute like you know the 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 completely mindless Hulk is bigger than the normal Green Hulk, but it's not something you see happen. You right, know, right? Like the different types of Hulk are larger, but like think, it's yeah. not. He doesn't like. He doesn't literally hulk up and like continue to hulk up. Yeah, I mean, I would like there to be like a referee who could like lift his hand. Like one time it falls all the way, the second time it falls all the way, and the third time it stops almost at the bottom and starts shaking. Yep. That was not uh, a lot of shaking in this movie. Also, I, f- I feel like this Hulk is way too, he's way too green. Like the green is yeah, the green is of green. That's what. Oh, go ahead. It's like a radioactive green instead of like a normal and I and I. Green. Yeah. And I feel like maybe if they would have went with like a, a lighter or a duller shade, like the 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 CGI would have looked better. I mean, Probably. for the time, for the time, it, it, you know, it looks fine. You know, it, it obviously yeah. is dated now, and it. But I think that it, it, with this bright green as he is, I think it just makes him stand out more. You know, yeah. like he sticks yeah. out, especially when you have neon green and basically a large segment of the movie where he's running through the desert, and it's like, okay, this it doesn't blend in at all. Yeah, anyway, especially like with the, the original previews came, they had to like touch everything up because when the original previews came out every, for the Super Bowl, everyone's like he looks like Shrek, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's get into the movie and we'll uncover some other things. Uh, my first note says, if I had to sum up these credits in one word, science. <laughs> yes. Oh, and lots of starfish because uh, we're seeing uh, David Banner in his lab in 1966 doing all kinds of experiments. Uh, it's pretty bad when my third note for this says yawn already. Uh, yeah. So uh, his dad is working in the what his dad's trying to like trying develop to make, some kind of like self repairing like. Yeah, he's serum. trying to make regenerative yeah. healing so that they can give it to the troops so when they get hurt or shot, they can heal themselves on the battlefield. Right. So he's having trouble, and, and they tell him he can't test it on humans, but he injects it into himself. This, I, I do at the left. because So we're on to my fifth note that I wrote for this, and I said, I forgot how goddamn weird this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> so then his dad gets fired for being an army scientist. Um, and he gets really mad, so he leaves the base and he sets off like the gamma like reactor, or he uh, turns up all the fail saves, and then he goes home and uh, you don't see he kills his, he kills his wife, but we don't see well, you it. You see it eventually, just not in the first. Scene. Just there, yeah. And I'm like, are they like arguing or cage fighting because they're both screaming really loud? Um, and, and then like then so then we cut to like not the present but like kind of him is like he he wakes up and he's now he's like going to college and he's been like adopted and he kind of has has repressed memories about all his time when he was a kid 
Um, I feel like they brought in like teenage banner for like 45 seconds. Oh, that's true. He wakes up. He wakes up. He's like, I had a nightmare. And then his like, mom's like, Oh, I can't believe you're going to college. And he's like, yeah, I am. And then the next shot is (laughs) Eric Bana riding his bike to the Berkeley nuclear biotechnical Institute. Uh, We get our, we get our Stan Lee and Lou Ferrigno cameos (laughs) walking out as security guards, which is pretty great. Um, I feel like I feel like especially like in this first scene, like they're they're trying to establish, oh yeah, okay, so this this tall, handsome man actor, oh he's a real nerd. Look at him, he's wearing a bike helmet. Yeah, they said they said they had to dress him in like weird like clothes just because he was like he's like Eric Bannon in real life is like in perfect shape. <laughs> so they had to like dress him weird and then dumpy stuff so people didn't notice that. Um so he works with Betty, uh but they used to go out, but they broke up. Um, a lot more another kind of pointless complication. It's yeah. true. Oh, you were, yeah, I thought you were going to say more there. No, like, I feel <laughs> like everything in this movie is a pointless complication. Like, what, like uh, going back to even like the gamma bomb blowing up, what, what did that purpose of that serve? Well, especially because I feel like, and they've done this in other ones too, but like <clears throat> they, in modern retellings of like the Hulk and stuff like that in movies or shows, they just refused to go with the original origin that he was making a gamma bomb, you know? Right. Because, like, oh, you can't have a bomb maker be the hero. It's like, but, okay, they had an arms dealer be the hero in Iron Man, and that worked, you know? Yeah. And so, like, in this, so they, they they do the whole thing, which is also kind of an homage to the old TV show because they do the same thing there. But, like, but they still have a gamma explosion anyway, you know? Right. Well, so. yeah, because they're, like, doing something with, like, nanomeds and gamma radiation and essentially it's like the thing where he's doing the exact same research as his dad was but he doesn't know it because he doesn't know his dad uh and then it's pretty gross when that frog explodes mm-hmm. uh, uh so and, and really quick though not to get all sciencey but isn't the whole point of like using radiation on such like with chemo is to kill it so why would it, using radiation heal anything great because question the- dave because of the nanomeds. Uh, anyways, thank you. <laughs> so Betty and Bruce argue. She's mad at him because he doesn't want to know about his birth parents, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're introduced to Josh Lucas's Glenn Talbot, who's a character in the comics, correct, Dave? Yes. Yeah, he's a, well, in, in the comics. Well, in the comics, he's been dead for like 40 years. Okay. But he, uh, he is, well, he's, he's just a, like, he's like um, Ross's number two in the comics. In this, they changed them to a military contractor because, oh, back at, you know, like, oh, those were like the hot villains back then. Like, because yeah, it's, it, this is the post 9 11 world, so you can't really have the main villain be the military. It, it has to be, oh, this contractor, you know? Yeah, and he basically wants Betty and Bruce to come work for his company uh, that's a military contractor and they don't want to do it. And he's kind of like, well, ha ha ha, I'll just buy you out or whatever. So she calls her dad, who's General Ross to talk about which, it which i can't figure out like they work for the school right in theory yes did he buy the school I, <laughs> I, I don't know how he was able to push them out if they're working in like a college a college chemistry lab um yeah i don't know uh so <laughs> there's a lot of talk about dreams in this movie um, I, I, I find it so, it's so speaking of this movie, goddamn weird. It's so goddamn weird when she's talking about that dream she has about when the gamma bomb explosion. Oh, has, and, like, That's and, her, my note. and yeah. her dad leaves her in the ice cream place. And then like Bruce is there in the dream, like seeing her as a little girl and he works. It's like, what is happening? And then he tries to strangle her. Um, so yeah, and there's a lot of weird stuff with like close up on like plants and like fungi and stuff in this movie that is kind of <laughs> lost on me. Um, so, anyways, so his dad uh, is now Nick Nolte, played by Nick Nolte. He's super creepy. Um, he's out of prison, even though they know that he murdered somebody, and but he's free. I don't know how that. Okay, so in the in the comics, he went into a mental hospital, oh, and the okay. thing is, if you can if you can show that you're not crazy, just trick him into thinking that you're that. They will let you out. So I would assume, and also, I mean, like you know, again, it was supposed to be like thirty some years before. You know, yeah. a lot of times someone will be able to get out after that long. So, uh, and to and to your point, my next note says at least Ang Lee was having fun with the wipes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, <laughs> so uh, so then Bruce gets caught in the gamma explosion. 
Um, he should be dead. Uh, why didn't they just have that guy be named Rick Jones who worked in the lab with them? Anyways. Um, yeah, the movies hate Rick Jones for some reason. They've never, uh, which is fair because Rick Jones is kind of a shit character. But yeah. So um, he, he should be dead, but he's not. Uh, Nick Nolte comes to visit him and it's like, hey, your last name is not Krenzler. It's Banner. And like, oh, yeah, I'm your dad. Uh, and he steals like one of his hairs and he goes home to this ratty house he's living in. And he has like a makeshift lab and he makes like a giant rat. Uh, so big then angry rat, a big angry rat. Uh, so then Betty goes to talk to her dad and he's a, he's he's a jerk. Um, and then finally, 41 minutes in, we finally get our first Hulk appearance in this movie. Uh, he hulks out. Uh, he trashes the lab. Uh, then he then like he. <laughs> He runs into oh by the way because Nick Nolte is his dad but he's also the janitor he's so he could be close to Bruce he's the janitor at the lab and so he sees him at the Hulk and he's like my boy or something like that and he's like touching his face and, <laughs> my and it's boy it's, it's really weird um, so, yeah because he recognizes the Hulk as his son but not really Bruce you know right right um, so the, there's more which talk is weird about because like. How does Nick Nolte know what the outcome of Bruce's ailment is going to be? He just knows that he's infected with whatever garbage that he injected himself with. Um, I also, I we forgot to mention. There's that. Speaking of the crazy transitions in this transitions in this movie, the one where like Bruce takes out the the old like thing of photos and he's looking at the photo of him and Betty, and then it starts moving, and then it goes into like the memory. That's when she tells him about the dream. It's fucking weird. It's so. Um, and also, we should point out that this first shadowy appearance of the Hulk is 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah, I said and that. He doesn't 40, really do anything. No, he kind of trashes and throws stuff around, but. Um, yeah. Uh, so, okay. Uh, where were we at? Oh, yeah. So, more talk about dreams. Uh, they find Bruce's wallet at the trash lab. Um, so they track him down at Betty's house, and then the army kind of like, uh, you know, is like basically interrogating him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Betty goes to Nick Nolte's house, <laughs> and my note says, spoiler alert, he acts super weird and creepy. Uh, and he like steals her. It's so weird because he steals her scarf, and she definitely sees that he has the scarf. But she's kind of just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. I don't care." Because like yeah, you can mean, see that jerk off into it. <laughs> so, but what we don't know is that he has turned his uh, dogs into giant gamma dogs, and he gives them the scarf uh, so they can go kill Betty because he thinks that like. Bruce's true form is the Hulk and thinks that Betty's going to like hold him back or try and cure him of being the Hulk. So she wants, so he wants to kill him. Um, Ross yells at Bruce. Ross is really mad at Bruce because of stuff that his dad, did, <laughs> which is like, I don't know why he's taking the anger so much out on him, but he really is mad at him. Cause he's like, you have to know who your dad is. And he's like, no, nah, I don't like, he kind of explains it though. Cause he thinks it's just so he, he assumes he, he, he can't, because he's literally in the exact same field doing the exact same experiments as his dad. So that would be kind of weird that like you claim to not know this guy. Yeah, you know, okay. And... That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so uh, Bruce Hulk's out again. Uh, I like that he kicks. I like that Josh Lucas is just forever getting the shit kicked out of him in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's still a smarmy dick. Like, he gets, yeah. I like that he gets like thrown out the window in the scene, and then he still gets like kicked again by the Hulk. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Yeah, he is still smarmy. Um, so Betty hangs out at the cabin. The Gamma Dogs show up. Uh, actually, no, sorry. The Hulk shows up first, and then the Gamma Dogs show up, and then he beats the shit out of the Gamma Dogs in a really prolonged one fight. In the nuts at one point. He does punch one in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, and they seem to like he. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but he seems to punch them so hard they. Dissipated to a dust. cloud of like gamma gas. I guess. I guess that's how. I guess when yeah, you're infected with gamma get... radiation, you just you know poof into gamma vapors. Yeah, I don't get why they didn't think didn't just go with like green blood or something. But you know, gotta keep that PG thirteen. I guess. So he turns back into Bruce. The army comes and capture him, and they take him into this big underground army base. Which I have to say, for all the dumb shots in this, I kind of like the shots of like the base, like underground, yeah. and when they're going down the elevator. Some of the that shots in this are kind of cool. I, I will well, say, yeah. you know, I mean, he's a kind of Lee. He's a you know, I he's think a, the, again a brilliant filmmaker. But the sets are pretty good. Like I like the sets yeah. in this. 
just they're just shot like you know you get one good shot out of 65 <laughs> I, I gotta say like it, betty is kind of a stool pigeon in this movie you, you know, mean? she called she called on him then, you know, and then like she helps get him bring him in later, like, you know, no one other probably gonna kill him. I don't know. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. So uh Ross uh yells at Banner and his dad yells about his dad some more. Uh Nick Nolte, meanwhile, goes to the destroyed lab at Berkeley. And it's seemingly the machine is completely destroyed by the Hulk, but he's able to get it going again and use it on himself. Uh and I guess he's the absorbing man now, question I mark. Guess. Uh, yeah, it was a weird choice for and that he, villain, and you know, I don't know. And he killed his security guard. Uh, so they're kind of letting uh, Ross is letting Betty like visit Bruce and kind of see if she can help him. So they're kind of walking around the his old house at the army base. Um, I don't understand but, that part. Like, what is she trying to help him do? Just remember, like, I think they they think somehow like you know like the repressed memories or whatever. Like, so I don't know what to what end that would help like maybe it would help him kind of confront his past and control the inner beast i don't know i don't know so uh uh talbot's like contractor takes over like basically the the possession of the hulk so they're in charge so they make betty leave and go home uh talbot shows back up uh and like Nopster said he's still a dick even though he's in like cast and he's all like um and like he crutches like both arms are casted up or leg or something yeah, and he's still a dick, and it's kind of like it, it's kind of frustrating because it continues on like from this point on in the movie to me, where it's like I understand like the whole they're not aware, but at a certain point, it seems like they would realize how powerful he is, but they seem to just not seemingly understand how powerful he is, and they're like, well, maybe if we shoot him with a bunch of guns, it'll hurt him this time, you know? Well, they haven't truly witnessed him go completely crazy yet, you know. That's fair. So they, they okay, he's beating up Hulk dogs which they didn't see, and he just smashed smashed some shit. So they don't necessarily have a true concept of how powerful he is. Fair enough. So Nick Nolte uh, visits Betty in Berkeley, uh, talks about how he killed his wife and how Bruce saw it. Uh, in the lab, they basically uh, make him relive the memories, like, and so he hulks out in the lab, starts trashing shit. It is kind of funny when they get him stuck in that giant thing of foam. <laughs> And then uh, Talbot blow Talbot dies, right? Like he blows himself oh, yeah. up. <laughs> he gets he explodes. Because yeah. he like yeah, blown up, blown up real good. He like what happens? He like fires a grenade and it like bounces off the Hulk and then blows up yeah. behind yeah. him. That's it. But that I love that shot though, where he like it blows up and it's like an explosion and he's stuck in the air and it's like <laughs> it's a comic. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that's, such a, what, that's like the one really effective use of that kind of comic style, I think, in the movie. <laughs> My my note says Talbot blows himself up because he sucks. <laughs> uh, the Hulk so experience. I'm gonna be completely honest. More or less, I really like the movie from this point on. Well, all right. Uh, so the Hulk escapes, and that this is where my note says, "What's with how fast he's running?" Got to ask Dave about that. Um, he fights some tanks. I found it a little lame that that one tank that he throws, like I don't know, like a couple miles over there into like a hill in the desert and the guy just gets out. He's like, I'm fine. Again, think of the time, 2003, you know, we're in Afghanistan. Are we, we're in Iraq yet? Yeah, probably. But, um, you know, and it's just like I, you, you couldn't have the Hulk go around, going around killing soldiers. That's even why, like, so he, the one guy he kills is, you know, not the actual soldier, the, the smarmy scientist contractor, you know, fair enough. So then Ross talks to the president and they're like, go ahead. Like you can unleash the full like might of the military to stop him." And apparently the full might of the military is five helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) And the next scene, like Ross is in just like a normal helicopter. Then there's these four, like, I don't know, airwolf looking motherfuckers. (laughs) Like attack choppers. Yeah. And of course he destroys like three of them pretty easily. Um, so then he arrives in San Francisco. Uh, he he climbs on the back of a jet to stop it from crashing into the bridge. And then the jet flies up into space and he falls from space, but he's fine. Uh, I do like when he's falling, he he has that vision of when he's Branner and he's shaving and he can see the Hulk in the mirror and the Hulk grabs him and says puny human, which is pretty great. Um, 
So uh, this is where I'm, I'm like, the military has a hard time understanding that they can't stop the Hulk at this point, because at this point they should know, like, maybe a little bit better. Um, but Betty shows up and, and calms him down and turns him back into Bruce. So they take Bruce back to the base. This is where things get very confusing for me. So they take Bruce back to the base, and they have him kind of set in this area where basically they can electrocute him to death if he moves. But here's my big question. And why does Ross bring Nick Nolte there? Do that. There's no real good explanation. That is my question, too. There is no reason for any of this stuff to happen at the end. Like, what reason could they possibly have to bring Nick Nolte over there? Because he brings up their whole point is to not have him get angry, to bring. (laughs) The one person who could make him really yeah, angry. because they bring yeah. Nick Nolte to the base. Let him go unguarded to talk to Bruce, and he basically angers Bruce, and then he bites the power. I love that part. That part was so funny to me. <laughs> he bites the power line, and I, I got to be honest, my note says, I really don't understand what is going on from now until a certain point in the movie, and I'm hoping... Uh, and response to him biting the cord is give it more power. It's like he's clearly not worried about it. The amount of power going into it, you know. So l- let me let me. Uh, I'll try to talk this through. So he turns into an, a giant like electrical being. Sam Elliott yeah. sends sends some guys in to try and shoot this being made of electricity. Then him and the Hulk go up in the air and are fighting in clouds. <laughs> yep. Uh, they land on the ground. Um, and and Nick Nolte is like turning himself into like rocks and then they're fighting in the water and then the water freezes and Nick Nolte's kind of like, Hey, you don't deserve the power. So give it to me and it'll, it'll, I can, you know, like, uh, and, and I get the power. And and so Bruce gets really mad and he's like, you want the power Take all of it. And he freaks out. Nick Nolte turns into a giant jellyfish looking thing that is also seemingly showing home movies on the side of it. Uh, And then he's blown up by a gamma charge. Am I missing anything? No. So like essentially like the whole thing is that the Hulk doesn't have a finite amount of gamma power. He is an engine that creates gamma power. So this, so like that and this is like, you know, he gives him way too much and that Nick Nolte can't handle it. Yeah, I so, do like that. I do like that immediately. Nick, I do like immediately Nick Nolte when he turns into the giant jellyfish. He's like, "Oh, take it back! <laughs> take it back! It's too much!" You know? <laughs> and then he gets blown up. Um, yeah. So then, like, we cut to a year later. Ross has a conversation with Betty and, and kind of like, "Hey, have you heard from Bruce?" And she's like, "No." Blah blah blah. Cut to Bruce. He's alive. He has a beard. He's hanging out in South America. Uh, he's like just doing uh, like doctor stuff there which i didn't think he was the kind of doctor that did like that kind of stuff he's both (laughs) okay okay um and then like these these like guys show up and they're trying to steal the medical supplies and in spanish he's like oh don't get me angry you wouldn't like me when i when i'm angry and then he's like about to hulk out uh and then the movie mercifully ends um but are we supposed to believe that when the edward norton picks up like that's why he's in south america like how much of a soft like reboot like how much are these two connected because isn't he living in brazil when that movie yeah, picks that's up that's the weird thing is that essentially it's like but remember as little or as much as you want from the last one you know it's uh-huh. just like it just can't like yes it's like so it's like if so someone basically they put, put themselves in this position where they could kind of say whatever they want someone to be like well you know in the last one they'd be like oh no this is a different one you know like so yeah it's just like there's hints because honestly, that last scene in the movie is the best scene. It's like it's like it kind of set up like, oh, I want to see what happens, you know. And you um, s- oh, go ahead. Yeah, but it's just yeah. So just like I think that it's yeah, it's, it's a soft reboot, but at the same time, it's, it's like an ambiguous reboot, you know. Did you guys see that this movie holds the record for the largest second weekend box office drop? Yes. It for did, a film yeah. that opened at no- number one, it dropped sixty nine point seven percent. At the time, but it's, there's been more since then. Oh, okay. I In fact, like... the next Hulk movie topped it, and yeah. then I think I know Ant Man's is really high right now. It has a really high uh, Ant Man to the Wasps uh, drop off was really big. Well, that too. just got released to Disney Plus now. So I also yeah. found the Wasps be on there. What? Yeah, it just yeah. came out on Wednesday. Yeah, I also f- well, actually, it's longer. It's it, it. This is neither here nor there. It took longer to get there than a lot of the more recent movies. Anyways. Yeah. 
Uh, I find it wild that it said that originally they were going to have the Hulk be animatronic. <laughs> to me, it's crazy. Yeah, the other crazy thing is that they were talking about like when Guillermo del Toro wanted to make his show, he was still, he was like, I'm going to use some animatronic, some CGI. Like, you know, if you do a mix, you can do, you know, you can, I mean, you know, I mean, look at the Hellboy with Ron Perlman, you know? Yeah, maybe. I think though this character works better with CGI. I agree. It's just it, it's it, CGI is good enough now to where it doesn't make sense to do anything but that. Do you know who disagrees? Lou Ferrigno. He's still he's still angry every time he doesn't get the part. Of course he is. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, Ang Lee disagrees. I saw that he did all the motion capture for the whole. I, I remember yeah. watching footage of him doing it. I think this was wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still watch that footage, but that's just when you're jerking off, right? It's true. I'm like, oh, Ang Lee in a black like scuba suit with bubbles all over it, you know. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks for that. Okay. <laughs> um, there was going to be a direct sequel to this. It was going to be based around the Gray Hulk with the Abomination and the leader in it. And then I guess Universal's just like, yeah, we're good. They like, give us a couple just, years, we'll, we'll bring Edward Norton in, you know. Do you have any um, role reversals? Role reversals? I yes. Do. Uh, so, for these are all the only ones I could find were for Bruce Banner. Billy Crudup turned down the role, so he was the original choice. They also considered Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, I feel like, is always considered for everything. Yep. Johnny Depp, yeah. also considered for everything. Jeff Goldblum. Can you imagine Jeff Goldblum as Bruce Banner? Oh, yes. Uh, we're doing the uh, Gamma uh, Energy. Uh, Dave, <laughs> David Duchovny. He would have been solid. I would have liked that, actually, yeah. Right. And then the last one, Steve Buscemi. I don't really believe <laughs> that one. I mean, I know I it's know on there on, on, like, you know, like, I don't really believe it. I think it's just like some, because, well, like, there was, like, that joke in the Ultimate comic book, like, oh, like, but just because the, the artist drew, like, the Nick Fury looked so much like Sam Jackson before they made. And then they're like, oh, who would play me? He's like, oh, uh, uh, you know, um, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> um, well, that, but they, and also, Edward Norton was offered the role in this Hulk. Yeah, that's right. He, he was. Down, he didn't yeah. like the script. Which I don't blame him. No. I saw that Sam Elliott took the role without even reading the script because he just wanted to work with Ang Lee. You know, I, I will say this. He's probably the best part in this movie. Yeah, uh, Sam Elliott's better than William Hurt as in the role. I and agree. I suspect he'd be better than Harrison Ford. I agree. <laughs> uh, this is I, just, I don't understand why they didn't, when, when William Hurt died, why didn't they say, hey, what if we get Sam Elliott back? You know, he's younger than Harrison Ford. Yeah. You know, I don't he's know. on a hot streak, you know. Well, Harrison Ford's so, on a hot streak, too, so. Yeah, but I bet Sam Elliott costs about a quarter of what Harrison Ford costs. Maybe if less, you know, maybe bad news. The first reviews for the uh, Dial of Destiny are in and it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. That's yeah. And same with Fast and Furious. That's expected. But yeah, I mean, I'm, or I'm, well, you know, one thing I read with Dial of Destiny, they're like, hey, stop using de-aging stuff. It doesn't <laughs> work. And I agree. De-aging is stupid. Just right. hire younger actors. Well, back to Hulk. Back. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's like you're trying to keep the podcast on track or you something. Know, I'm just trying to get this episode done with. I don't want to know the length of this movie. All right. Well, I think we're ready to rate it. I mean, yeah, to be I'm honest done. with you. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Who wants to go first? Tush. Okay. So, I mean, so the weird thing is, like, I fully <laughs> oh, expected boy. when I watched this movie. I was gonna be like, man, I'm gonna hate this because it's like little bits of here and there I've watched on TV. I was like, oh god! And the thing is, it's like it doesn't hold up. I like, I like the um, the Edward Nortner. You know, I obviously had a special place in my heart for the Hulk, and I almost tried to go and watch it like almost like you know, almost blank. You know, like, and I feel like about almost the same way I feel about the Thomas Jane Punisher. It's a actually a good movie. It's just not a really good Hulk movie, you know. And I'm gonna give it three and a quarter machine guns. Uh, LPJ, why don't you go next? Uh, your reaction is priceless. This movie was a chore. 
from start to finish. I remembered hating this movie when I first saw it. I hate it now even more. I hate the way it's shot. The comic book panel bullshit is hot garbage. It's distracting. It's unnecessary. It's awful. Uh, most of the performance in the it, performances in this movie are fine, but not good. I don't like Eric Bana as Bruce. Oh, I thought uh, you just didn't like him. Blank statement. I don't. I don't like Eric. No, I don't. Didn't like him as Bruce. Josh Lucas's character is fine. I think he makes a good smarmy villain. Um, I don't even understand the point of Nick Nolte's character. Like, I don't get it. I like. I, I understand why he's there, plot wise, but I, his character's stupid. The whole him being the absorbing man is idiotic. The last thing I last time I checked, the absorbing man can absorb physical things, not like electricity. He's electricity. He's not electro. You know, I've seen comics where he does absorb it. Okay, fancy pants. Enjoy your absorbing man comics, nerdlinger. Wow, this movie sucks. It's way too long. It's slow. It's boring. The action is middling at best. I hate everything about this movie so much. I hate it. I hate it. I hate this movie. I like the video game on the GameCube better. And that was the same shit over and over and over again. And I was fine with it because at least I got to punch things and take my anger out. I hate this movie. This is a one-star movie, and it's only getting one star because it's still a Hulk movie. And I know there's some people out there that like the Hulk. Fuck this movie. He hates it so much he he got confused and thought you gave stars instead of machine guns. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, one one he's, machine gun, guys. One man, he, machine gun. He, he's turning green over there. He's getting ready to Hulk out. Man, I really he's turning into the Red Hulk. <laughs> I really, I really probably should have let you go last. I didn't yeah, know. I think you probably um, should have. I, I am in between you two. Uh, I I will not give it as much praise as Dave. I will not give it as much hatred as you. I, it, it's not really a good movie. I, I think some of the ideas in it are interesting. Like I I don't know if it fully works but I, I find some of the cinematography, some of the shots and stuff like that to be interesting. I do feel like it suffers from like, uh, I, I don't think it's a good use of the character. I don't think people, I, I don't think people want to see a Hulk movie that dives into like the psychological trauma of the character and all that stuff. Like, I don't think that's people. And that's not to say like a Hulk movie just has to be him running around punching things. But I, I, I feel like this swung too far. The Hulk fighting the military it's not interesting. And after like the third scene where he's fighting something that, you know, he's just going to take out, it's just kind of boring. Um, but I don't entirely hate it. And and I don't think it's unwatchable. Um, I'll go. I'll go two machine guns for it too, too. Cause I do like, I do like some of the performances and, and I agree with Dave, like the back half of the movie isn't terrible. So, but it, but it is a real slog. It's really, you know, I just, I talk myself into one and a half machine guns cause it's so <laughs> goddamn long and it feels so goddamn long that it's just like, I had to break this up into like four viewings <laughs> cause I just got so bored watching it. So I'm going to go one and a half machine guns revise rate. Yeah. I was, th- you know, now that I've heard, I'm like, I'm thinking about what Dave's saying about this movie and I disagree with it even more. Half a machine gun. (laughs) Well, I mean, since we can go back and change our ratings, I'm going to go three and a half machine guns to raise it back up a little bit more as you brought down. Yeah. Half a machine gun, guys. This movie sucks. Don't Um, watch it. If you had to watch this or Daredevil again, what would you watch? Daredevil. Who would have thought that at our Marvel before the MCU month, uh, the movie you liked the second best was the Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Oh, that movie's solid. Yep. It is solid. Um, there were, by the way, there were some good guesses um, uh, on the Discord about what our fourth movie was going to be, and it's kind of funny because some of the guesses, like there was a point, I think it was in the middle of like really like COVID, like when we were stuck in, and I was just like, I'm going to watch every like piece of Marvel media that exists, and I literally. People brought this up. I literally watched on YouTube the Nick, uh, the the Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff movie. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. watched. 
I watched a Generation X movie oh, so uh, on YouTube. <laughs> like I was going down a rabbit hole, and and it was. I think you can find it now, but at the time. This is the weird state of mind I was in. I remember being really mad that I couldn't find on YouTube the 1978 TV Doctor Strange movie they made <laughs> to watch. For me? I uh, yeah, and I also at that time watched the uh, every single episode they made of the 70s Spider-Man live-action TV series on YouTube. I remember you telling me about, about the Japanese one, the Emissary of Hell. I watched way more episodes of that than you would think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a weird time for everybody, and I was just watching a lot of weird stuff on YouTube. The Japanese yeah, Spider-Man the show, one. the Japanese Spider-Man show, is amazing. Um, if you've never seen, if you've never seen it, watch an episode. If at least watch the honest trailer about it, because then you'll really get the full scope. But anyways, but yeah, so there were some great guesses, and and who knows, we might do another month like this. You know, we have to space it out because I feel like we're going to only get to like worse stuff um, if yes. we go like. We I don't like, hear much worse than this, but we should we should go Marvel before Marvel before the MCU. So we're doing like we're gonna do Made one of those stuff. we're gonna do one of those Captain America movies. Yep. We'll do we'll Captain do that. America. We'll do like one of the Hulk TV movies. Ooh, we'll which, just do a which, block which, of Spider Man episodes. Is it the Captain America that stars JD Salinger's son in the yes. main role for yep. some reason? I feel like we definitely have to do the the uh, Hulk movie with uh, Thor in it. Uh, oh yeah, where for some reason, in order to turn into Thor, he has to hold the hammer and scream Odin. Oh, <laughs> and he's in a towel at one point, <laughs> which is funny because last episode we were talking about how uh, they made that Hulk movie with Daredevil and how John Rhys Davies played the Kingpin in it. So now, for our younger viewers, might be interested to know that the guy who plays Thor is the dad on the Good Luck Charlie. So there you go. What? Yeah, it's like for the younger generation. My my nieces used to watch that show, Good Luck Charlie. I'm like, it's Thor, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, what are you talking about? Eh, he's also Bear in American Wedding. R. Well, is there anything you want to plug, yeah. uh, Dave? Yeah, so um, you know they just announced they're taking a bunch of shows off Disney Plus, and while most of the shows they announced are dog shit, I would say people should watch The World According to Jeff Goldblum. It was a, it's a good show, and it will still be on. I think what like um the Learning Channel or whatever the one they own is, or no Net Geo. But yeah, g- give give that show a watch. It's worth watching before it's gone next week. So, um, I as always would like to plug Tubi. Um, it's free to download. Uh, obviously, I couldn't watch this movie on Tubi, but it does have a lot of uh, interesting and, and movies and, and TV shows. Uh, and you got to watch some ads, but you know what? There's not that many, and they're not that intrusive. Uh, so check out Tubi if you haven't already. Uh, what about you, LBJ? Just really quick, I say that Tubi will probably get some of those crappy Disney Plus shows. So if like, ooh, I want to watch Willow. If you're nobody, then you know. Watch I like there. how you're. I like how. <laughs> Uh, Tush is making a crusade against Willow when he's the one person I know who likes the movie Willow. So yeah, I like the show. show. The show was pretty good. Oh, it was not good. I you, just it. as you, just how hard you and I disagree about this movie. Yeah, I disagree with that show. Ugh. they just hired, they, they got confused and like, oh, it's that Kasdan brother, but it was the wrong Kasdan brother. What else did, did you? you did, I feel like we've been talking about this movie forever. You guys got in a heated argument about something else earlier in the episode. Do you remember what it was? You had a real disagreement about something earlier in the episode. Nah, we'll check the tape. Somebody tell me on the Discord. Eh, I don't know. All right. Uh, what do you want to plug, LPJ? Yeah, Discord. Always, always plug Discord because Discord is where we do our talking um, about all kinds of different things, not just us on you know Last Action Podcast, but pretty much anything. Um, I just got into a, a lovely conversation with my brother about uh, 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 some some stuff in like our music chat uh, about uh, I don't know I, I was talking about a flugelhorn and he found a video of a video game music played by a flugelhorn it was all kinds of things but uh, but it was fantastic we had a weird conversation about that uh, you could talk about you know we got the last action we got the uh, the 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 legend retro podcast you could talk about you know classic video games we got all kinds of stuff so go to gamezillamedia.com the bottom of the page is the Discord link. Click on it, join the Discord, chat with us. 
we love hearing from you. I loved, you're right, those guesses they made about what we were going to be covering were off the wall. Like, I forgot about the Gen X <laughs> movie. I Like, I completely forgot about that. It's pretty wild. I yeah. would say watch it on YouTube. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, check us out on Instagram. I, I do at least one post a week. Um, it's nothing fancy, but it'll give you, a, you know, a chance to let us know if you like the movie, comment on it. If you don't want to join Discord, you can you can hit us up on Instagram. True. All true. All true. Anything else, you guys? No, 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 no. Check out all uh, check out all of PJ's thirst traps on Instagram. PJ's? LPJs. Oh, my thirst oh. traps. Thirst trap photos. Yeah. I miss, I missed the L. I yeah, just heard PJ too. I just heard oh, PJ uh, too. PJs. I don't know any PJ. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you own any PJs. I'm wearing PJ <laughs> bottoms right now. Thank you very much. They're my Incredibles PJ. And I'm wearing a tank top. What are you going to do? Just a tank top. Yeah, how long is it going to take you to get that paint off your wiener? I have the pants <laughs> on. God dang it. And much like the original shots for the Hulk, it looks more like Shrek than the Hulk. <laughs> okay, all right. We're done. We made it to the end of this. Well, that's because the weird big ears he put on it. It's very strange. Somebody once told me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> This episode of the Last Action Podcast. Like, before this ends, I like how only LPJ is allowed to take it completely out of course. Anyone else does, he's like, okay, like, come on, we gotta get serious, guys. Anyways, <laughs> this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>